Who's looking good walking out of week one of the preseason? Is it Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Javante Williams? We're breaking it all down. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. Get on over to smitty1.com and play prize picks. Click on the prize picks banner. It's got a football player right on it. Enter promo code Smitty, but the link should enter it for you, and I'll give you a free phone call. Prize picks will match your deposit up to $100 for new accounts only. Get on over to smitty1.com. Click on the prize picks banner. Play DFS the right way and get your free phone call from me. The guy I'm most excited about is is Javante Williams. I mean, I mean Trey Lance, I'm I'm really excited about too. I like both these guys. They're both exciting me for the future. I'm super pumped about both of them. But I, I'm really, really getting excited about Javante Williams because I've got him in probably more leagues than any player I can think of in 2021 fantasy football. I literally have drafted this guy and put, I put all my eggs in one basket uh, in, in a sense with this guy because the cost wasn't the kind of cost that's going to ruin any of my leagues if he doesn't work out. Like he's most certainly minus the catastrophic injury season ending injury. He's most likely going to earn his ADP with ease because his ADP has been floating around round five and round six range all off season long. The problem is everybody is going to get pretty darn excited about his week one preseason performance. So anybody with upcoming redraft leagues coming up here, you're going to have to spend more on this guy than you anticipated walking into your draft. You're going to have to come out of your draft with this guy drafted probably in at the end of round four, at least the top of five. And things are only going to get worse in terms of having to, to pay the piper when it comes to Javante Williams. He could be the starter in week one based on what we saw in his preseason outing. And we've, we've seen a lot of beat reporters talk about this and say that this guy's got a probably going to have a very clear kung fu grip on starter carries in week one if he doesn't just flat out right start the week. Even if he doesn't start in week one, there, there was one beat reporter last week that helped us out a ton by, by writing a report <laughs> that said that Melvin Gordon was still the starter entrenched in the starting role. This was new music to our ears because... We don't we don't buy into that, and I don't care if he is starter in name. He's going to grab a hold of that job sooner than later, and I believe it still will be week one. Even if he doesn't start the game, I believe they will lean on Javante Williams, and his talent will shine through. He's too talented, and people that just look at box scores and don't really watch the preseason games, they will they will only come away with one thing: everybody's talking this guy up. He had an amazing week one, five carries for, I believe, 29 yards. And really it was four carries pretty much for those, those that yardage, which is, you know, his, his yards per carry is phenomenal. He looked fantastic. But if you didn't watch the game, you don't know that he had a touchdown also called back. I'm hoping most people didn't notice that because if he had scored and that touchdown had, had stuck, we'd be looking at probably another 
I don't know, five, six overall ADP draft slots that this man would have climbed. I firmly believe that he will be a top 10 running back as a rookie. His rookie year, he will be a top 10 fantasy football running back. He will most likely walk into, if I had to guess, and this is me guessing because I don't know. He could get hurt. Anything can happen. He could bust. I don't think he will. Anything can happen. You have to know that. And most importantly, don't go buying him at top 10 running back value because you hear how excited I am about him. You have to be smart. You have to play the odds game. And the odds game is that you buy the guy at his ADP. And once he climbs to a a crazy value, you you reevaluate. You see if that price tag is still okay. If it is, you proceed. If it's not, then you back off and you say, hey, I got him in a bunch of leagues. He climbed too high now. I'm going to back off. I don't know if there'll be a back off range for him, though. I'm just merely telling you that everything's about ADP and everything's about what you can get away with to maximize every single draft slot you have. Javante Williams is a top six to 10 running back. And even if he climbs into the bottom of the fourth round from the fifth round because of tonight's performance or last night's performance, by the time you listen to this, then he's still going to probably be worth that draft slot and, and the ADP value. But it really does come down to what players are available when he's on, uh, when you're on the clock and he's on the board and you're thinking about taking him. I can't give you a he's worth 4.10 in every scenario because every scenario is going to be different. So you have to play it safe. You have to make sure you don't overdraft or overextend yourself and take on more risk than, than upside because every player has a combination of risk and ups, upside. The ratio is what makes you either pass on them or draft them. And the upside for Javante Williams at what has been his ADP value for a long time, which has been like 5.9 to 6.4, he has had an overwhelming amount of upside against very low risk. And now we're getting to a territory where we don't truly know if he's going to have more risk than upside at some point, he could, but I don't think he will. But currently, even if he climbs a little bit, he still very much has more upside than he has a risk. So right now, we're not anywhere near dangerous territory to have to reevaluate this. We're only, we're only hoping we can get away with top of the five round area territory for a little bit longer. That's all we need. Because fifth, him as your fifth drafted player it hits a lot nicer than him as your fourth. It's just a lot. It's going to be low risk. Every round you go down, it's going to be lower and lower and lower risk. It doesn't mean he's not valuable in the fourth round. Um, but he looked fantastic tonight. You know who else looked fantastic? Trey Lance. Sort of Justin Fields. I like both of these guys, but Trey Lance in particular. But Trey Lance in particular, I felt like we're, we're witnessing someone special rise up. And I know a lot of people are going to say that about Fields, and I'm not saying that it can't happen with him. I'm not saying I didn't like what I saw. You know, his touchdown pass that he threw, the guy was wide open, and he did have a good running scramble, uh, touchdown run. He had two touchdowns, you know, and if Trey Lance had two touchdowns, I'd be talking him up. So I understand there's a little bit of a feel of bias here because I've been behind Trey Lance the whole time. I haven't necessarily called Fields a bust, but let's be honest, I haven't been super excited about him either. Part of that is Nagy. Part of that is this coaching staff in Chicago. They don't even want to name him the starter. There's just a lot of reason why I'm down on on Fields in general. But Fields look good, and I'm starting to 
be open-minded about changing my tune, but I need to see more. This is, you know, this is, these are backups that he's doing it up against. I know Trey, you could say the same exact thing. Uh, I believe Trey did face some, some first team defense though, but Trey looked great. Trey has been at the forefront of all my rookie quarterback, you know, talk. So it's not a surprise that I'm amped and excited about him after, you know, an 80 yard touchdown pass. But Trey's just got the situation, man. That Niners situation is going to be gold. I don't care if they won or lost the preseason game. The Bills only beat the Lions by one point in the week one preseason contest. So no one needs to be taking the the outcomes of the game seriously. Uh, But I I think Trey Lance is going to be a top six to ten quarterback as a rookie. I think he gets into that lineup sooner than people think. And I think it's not even crazy to think he finds his way into the lineup in week one, we're still a ways away from week one. Jimmy G could get banged up just like we knew Wentz was going to get banged up. So people need to chill on the absolutes when it comes to Jimmy G or Trey Lance or Trey Lance or Jimmy G. It's up in the air, in my opinion, because Trey Lance looks really, really good. And if they keep seeing him deliver in preseason games, yeah, their their inclination is to, to hold him back. And, and let Jimmy G go out there and let Jimmy G need to be replaced. I realize that's probably the, the, the ultimate plan of attack here for Shanahan in, in, in this situation. But make no mistake about it, Jimmy G gets banged up at all between now and then. If, if, if Trey Lance looks phenomenal in the next preseason outing, and, and let's say Jimmy G looks awful in practice and doesn't do well in the outing, it could change really quick. People need to realize that Shanahan isn't going to do what you think or what I think. He's going to do what he thinks is right. And if anybody thinks he's predictable because of his track record, his track record would have predicted him not taking Trey Lance, which is what I predicted. I know it's getting confusing here, but I predicted that he was going to change course and do something different because he's been nailing a lot of stuff. He's been he's been really, really good about scouting and decision-making other than his quarterback selection. And so my thought was when they when they were going to draft Fields or Lance or Mac, and I predicted Lance was the guy for sure. Shanahan was going to take Trey Lance. It's because in my mind he had he had just decided he was going to go a different route. He was going to go with the un, unorthodox pick, the guy that had the more more upside, the guy that had the ability to run to keep defenses honest. Because the Niners themselves struggle with running quarterbacks, Shanahan wanted that problem. He wanted to be on the other side of that problem. And and I think that in his mind, he feels he can win with Trey Lance in the lineup. And if you feel you can win the same games, why not get the party started early? I know a lot of people say you can develop them, a player and sit them, but let's let's not kid ourselves here. There's going to be very little development. You're not going to learn anything in one or two weeks on the bench in the NFL, whereas you would all season. Because we don't believe Jimmy G is going to stay healthy or upright or in the lineup for more than a couple weeks anyway. Shanahan, in my mind, is contemplating. I don't know that he'll do it, but he's contemplating, if Lance continues to look good, the idea of trying to win the games anyway, as he learns, which I think they can do. Very easy matchup in week one. Um, you could be, you could say the same thing that why don't we start Jimmy in week one and then put Trey in a little later because you know Jimmy G can't screw up this week one outing, right? Um, you could argue a bunch of these, every side of this, you could argue, but I'm just saying back off on the absolutes. Let's let Trey Lance prove his, prove himself again next week and then talk about it. Um, yeah. So, you know, those are kind of my early conclusions from, from the preseason outings. 
And, and I think Trevor Lawrence looked really good, even if the stats don't show the same way that, you know, they don't excite you like the, the stat lines for Fields and Lance. My eyeballs don't lie to me. This guy does look, he reminds me so much of Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning was coming up. I love, I love Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be phenomenal. And Zach Wilson, you know, looked pretty good too. In my opinion, Michael Carter looked pretty good and his stats won't scream out at you. It was like 22 yards. But I like Michael Carter. I like that. I know. I, I truly believe they want to use him a lot and right out of the gate. So, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance. Surprisingly, to some people, not so much to me because I loved all of them. I'm just. I'm, I, I'm going. I got rookie fever, but it doesn't mean I'm wrong. Like just because I love a lot of these rookies doesn't mean I'm gonna be wrong. I just truly believe this rookie class is this talented. It's going to feed our fantasy football first, second, third, fourth rounds and just fill it up with a bunch of talent that we're going to we're going to draft over and over and over for a decade. It's going to fill up our first four rounds with so many players. This draft has been so kind to us. We we don't even we don't know how lucky lucky we are right now that this draft came along and fed us so much talent in 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 retrospect we're gonna go wow that draft was phenomenal this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty top five running back you're watching the fantasy football show i'm smitty 